Hello and welcome to Since the World's Been Turning. This podcast series is a journey through history, one guided by the lyrics of Billy Joel's song, We Didn't Start the Fire. In this episode, we explore the impact of Dacron, a game-changing polyester fabric. Dacron was a fashion revolution. It was heralded as a miracle fabric. Marketing stressed that it could be worn for 68 days straight without needing ironing. For exhausted housewives, this marketing line proved irresistible. The surprisingly cheap Dacron clothing swept America. Soon everyone was swishing around in this low-maintenance fabric that promised to do everything natural fibres could not while retaining their advantages. Yet it was a flash in the pan. Dacron was deeply uncomfortable and wasn't breathable. This liberating fabric for the housewives of America was stifling for their children and soon became associated with uncomfortable, cheap clothing. It struggles to shake that stigma to this day. Dacron, as a name-brand polyester, has fallen from popular fashion, but its influence remains in the socks on our feet and the shirts on our backs. It started a modern material science revolution that was refined and has seen affordable, comfortable fabrics become readily available, but at a cost. The environmental damage these plastic-based polyester fabrics like Dacron have done is becoming increasingly clear. These apparently trivial, everyday issues like wrinkled clothing were being felled by advances in science left, right and centre as the 50s marched on. America was convinced the solution to any of its issues was waiting in a laboratory somewhere. In many cases, this faith was well placed. If your most pressing issue in 1950s America was the scourge of wrinkled clothing, then DuPont Chemicals was here to save you. Miracles can happen advertisements would proclaim. DuPont's new miracle fabric, an entirely synthetic polyester fabric called Dacron, had arrived. The people of the world would soon be freed from the terror of natural fibres. To show just how miraculous this suit fabric was, the claim that it could go exactly 68 days without ironing would be proclaimed far and wide. All that was needed, claimed the New York Times, was for you to take a swim in your Dacron suit twice and then at day 37 put it through the washing machine. The neighbours might think you're mad hopping into the pool in your suit, but you'd be the one laughing when they were stuck ironing their non-Dacron suit. Dacron is the brand name of a type of material. That material is a polyester, which is the broad umbrella many synthetic plastic materials fall under. The main plastic that becomes polyester is PET, polyethylene terephthalate, the world's most common and insidious plastic. PET is what plastic drink bottles are made of. Just as you have different types of wool, merino for instance, and cotton with Egyptian cotton, there are different types of polyester, one of which is Dacron. Polyesters are basically made up of plastic fibres, thin hair-like strands of mixed plastics woven together. Recycled polyester can be made from old plastic bottles. 
The old plastics are broken down into shards, then melted, mixed, and pulled through an extruder. This process occurs three more times to bond the fibres together. They are then spun to create the robust polyester fibres we see in use every day. The word polyester means many esters. Esters are the building block compound of the plastic that is turned into polyester. Polyester is of course not great for the environment because it is a plastic. Dacron was created by DuPont, a chemical manufacturing giant. Founded in 1802 by a French-American chemist, the Titanic company began life as a gunpowder mill. It would grow to prominence in the 20th century with its development of new polymer materials ranging from lycra to nylon, teflon to kevlar. It revolutionised material science, changing the kitchen with refrigerants and non-stick coatings and the bedroom with lycra and dacron. Its reputation has been forever marred by its anti-climate change stance and its failure to adequately deal with chemical waste. Its attempts to greenwash its reputation by pointing to its cuts and emissions pale in comparison to the havoc done by its toxic waste dumping. They entered the synthetic materials game in 1946 after buying the legal rights to the world's first synthetic fabric from its British inventors, who discovered it in 1941. Dacron was DuPont's innovation on this fledgling product. It took decades to refine the material and its manufacture, and it was only decades later, in the 1970s, that the product would truly take off. Yet it was hardly unsuccessful in its early days. In 1953, it was reported that over $2 million worth of Dacron suits had been sold. It was a hit. Producers truly could not make enough of it, yet DuPont could. They quickly had far more of it than they could sell, anticipating the appetite for the new fabric correctly, but failing to anticipate teething issues with turning the fabric into suits, dyeing it and processing it. These issues created a bottleneck which held the suits back from wider availability in its early years. At first, polyester business suits, today seen as cheap, were marketed at the high-end affluent market. Wearing this space-age, science-made material quickly came to be seen as the height of sophistication and in keeping with the zeitgeist. Dacron's other properties made it a common-sense choice. It dried quickly and kept its colour well after a wash. With the rise of the washing machine, it was the perfect fabric. Wool would take too long to dry, and other synthetic fabrics would fade as they were washed. The longevity and ease of care of Dacron clothing meant its popularity spread and it did not remain the preserve of the wealthy for long. Soon, everyone was wearing Dacron. Big Cotton did not take this challenge to its market superiority lying down. It formed a marketing and lobbying group, Cotton Inc., that by the 1970s was at full steam, spending millions to slander Dacron and polyester, making it out to be a tacky material. 
This coincided with market competition driving the price of Dacron right down. With this collapse in price and a race to the bottom came a corresponding decline in quality. Dacron wasn't the reliable, hard-wearing fabric it used to be. Now, the poor quality fabric flooding the market at cheap prices would fray quickly. Cotton Inc.'s advertising began to resonate as the quality of Dacron plummeted. Polyester, as one contemporary cultural commentator put it, had become known as the fabric for losers. Dacron quickly went from miracle fabric to fashion disaster. America was chasing luxury and the status that came with it. In these decades of unprecedented prosperity, the public weren't going to settle for cheap Dacron. 100% polyester fabric's inability to wick or absorb sweat became increasingly problematic with the rise of exercise clothing. Cotton or moisture-wicking blends quickly rose to the fore. Polyester was now unfashionable and not practical for a society that was becoming more active and fitness-focused. The society Dacron had promised to change was leaving it behind. Yet it would be polyester blends that became a staple of activewear fashion. The issues of breathability were addressed by blending polyester with other fabrics and continuing to develop it. The sweat-stained, moisture-soaking cotton fell out of fashion as concerns over sweat stains and the weight of wet cotton turned consumers off the natural fabrics and towards the modern blends. Yet Dacron lives on, but not under that brand name, which today still carries the stigma of cheapness. It can be found in a huge variety of items outside of clothing, from medical sutures to boat sails or fishing lines. It's immensely versatile. This flash-in-the-pan fad is a part of American consumer culture and was key to reshaping the very clothing we wear. It was in the vanguard of synthetic materials which have taken so much labour out of the everyday tasks of dressing and washing what we wear. DuPont, who created Dacron, suffered a similar fall from grace. They are synonymous with the environmental disasters their toxic cancerous chemicals have caused. A rebrand and refocus has seen them remain a successful corporation. Dacron and DuPont both continue to see success, but their brand names work against them. Thanks for listening to Since the World's Been Turning. Thanks to Will McGillivray for the introduction music and to our writer, Angus Wilson. Please join us again next time as we continue to explore the people, events and places behind Billy Joel's iconic song with the story of the Battle of Dien Bien Phu, the battle that freed Vietnam from the French. For more episodes and information, you can follow NZ Pods, that's P-O-D-Z, on Instagram and Facebook, or you can visit our website, www.nzpods.com. That's nzpodz.com. Giving us reviews and ratings on your podcast service helps us share this project with more listeners, so please share your thoughts. We greatly appreciate your help in keeping this project going. Thanks again for listening, and please come back next time to hear more 
from Since the World's Been Turning. <laughs>